What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you find yourself confused about how to earn consistent, predictable income as a coach or consultant, keep listening. The Land Larger Corporate Contracts Challenge ensures that you'll be confident enough to walk into boardrooms, pitch the right decision maker, and command premium priced contracts. This training reveals the little known and rarely shared process for landing larger deals consistently and with ease. In fact, I've not seen any other reputable service agency giving the goods on this process, but Tiffany is revealing the blueprint. If this is something that you're interested in and you want to get started now, visit transformation7.com corporate and sign up for the Land Larger Corporate Contracts Challenge. Use code GIRLSTOP, all one word, at checkout. That's transformation7.com slash corporate and use code GIRLSTOP at checkout. Now let's get into this week's show. Girl, stop playing. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I believe you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And today we have a super special guest in the building. She is a working woman and she is going to show you how you can do the same, how you can make more money, how you can turn the skills that you already have into some additional streams of income. So definitely get your notebook out because this episode is going to be jam-packed full of gems. Tiffany A. Washington is a professional speaker and author and business and education consultant. Her consultancy, Transformation 7, provides training and development services that help coaches, consultants, authors, and experts add an extra six figures to their revenue with corporate contracts so they can finally experience consistent, predictable income. 
Her work has allowed her to keynote for multi-billion dollar companies such as Rolls-Royce and Humana and provide specialized services for large urban school districts like the Houston Independent School District. Tiffany has also had the honor of presenting a TED Talk on the campus of the prestigious Rice University. Her 18 years of leadership experience helped her hire over 400 people for the 25th annual Essence Festival, one of the largest cultural festivals in the South. To top it off, Tiffany is a recurring guest expert on the CW and Fox Networks and has been featured in Forbes magazine. Tiffany, we got to put some respect on your name. <laughs> you are coming with the expertise, with the experience, with the credentials to back it up. And I'm super excited to get into this conversation. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Coriel. I appreciate being here and I'm excited to dig right in. Yes. So we are going to jump right in. I have to start with this very first question because I am, you know, an educator by trade. And so anytime, anytime that I get on anybody's stage, I always love being able to shout out to my educators because I know from my experience of getting out of the classroom and to exploring entrepreneurship, when I walked away, my old coworkers used to like email me, like, how did you get out? As if I had escaped prison or something. So I love being able to talk to people who have a background in education as well. And I know that before becoming a consultant, you served as an um, assistant principal. So I want to talk about what led to your transition out of the school system and what was that that time for you like? Absolutely. So yes, yeah, shout out to all of my educators. I knew that education was not going to be my final destination. I'd actually run a business prior to transitioning into education, but then I really found a sense of passion and purpose once I entered into that world. Mm -hmm. However, things were great until they weren't great anymore. So workplace bullying and micromanagement eventually pushed me out. And you know, sometimes you get a little uncomfortable when it's time for you to make a change. And so that's exactly what happened to me inside of my role as an assistant principal. I had a colleague who actually uh, worked alongside me, but she thought she was my boss and that was a big problem. So I went through belittling inside of the workplace in front of the people over which I resided along with the students, and I was harassed. Uh, this particular woman who was my colleague at the time, she called me on my phone incessantly a total of 11 times while I was with a teacher doing some coaching and training. And she knew this because I answered the first time and told her I would call her back. And she eventually walked up to my office, knocked on my door and decided that she was going to tell me what I needed to do right then. And because of that, I asked for a transfer because these all of these events continued to transpire. And when I told my boss, who's the principal, what was happening, happening, he's essentially said, well, what do you want me to do about it? I said, I want to move. I want a transfer. And this particular boss of mine had a big boss, which is like a mini superintendent that's responsible for a smaller level of schools. And she said, well, you know, I can't transfer you right now. The only thing that you can do is tough it out, grow thicker skin, or you can resign. And if those are my only two options, those weren't good enough options for me. So I stayed, I stuck it out. I dreaded going to work every single day until I received that transfer that I had waited for. And that transfer ended up being more than an hour and 15 minutes away from my house. And, you know, once I got to that new school, 
things were great until they weren't great again. And I started being micromanaged. And one last story that I'll share about that is, you know, the discomfort that was that I was made to feel was on purpose. It was intentional. Um, and she asked me at that point, you know, what time did you get to your duty post? This was my principal at the new school. And I said, I got there at 745, which is our normal report time. Now, mind you, our, our duty post is not on the campus. It was across the street at a jack in the box. And so, so she said, well, how do you keep your time? I said, by my phone. And she said, well, what service do you have? I said, Verizon. And she said, well, I have Verizon too. And I clocked you at 746. And that's when I knew it was time for me to go. And that's kind of what propelled me into the consulting world because I knew that I had skills and talents that I could take directly from education and use them um, in another way. So that's kind of how I transitioned out. Listen, that's a quick story. Listen, okay, so the micromanaging thing, I th I don't know. I've never worked in corporate. So mm -hmm. my professional background has only been inside the school system. So I don't know, you know, if this is just a thing across the board, but the micromanaging thing is the one of the most frustrating things, especially when you're fully capable, you're a competent person. Um, and I was micromanaged by my assistant principal who just it just drove me crazy because, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of my test scores, regardless of the compliments from my parents and all of the things that I was supposed to be measured by, I was still being micromanaged as if I was not doing my job correctly. So I could not, from a teacher standpoint, imagine an assistant principal going through that because typically in my experience, the assistant principal was the one holding the school down. Like the, yes. the principal had the title, but the assistant principal a lot of times was the one that was really doing the dirty work. Like they were really, you know, holding things together. And so I am just kind of surprised that your experience at that level was so similar. Um, and then another thing too, that I think is kind of common is the assistant principal who's typically doing all the work, a lot of times tends to be a woman and a lot of times the principal is, you know, the man in the building that's kind of in control of all of the things, but not necessarily knowing what's going on in, you know, in the building. So I just think that that's probably not an uncommon scenario. It's probably not an uncommon experience, but it's so unfortunate that such good people are literally being pushed out of education, of, you know, these, these careers that are supposed to be of service, you know, we're doing service to these children, especially the people who really have a heart for it, who have found a passion in it, being pushed away because of these like trivial, silly, petty little things. So I really hate that that was your experience. But I love that you were able to leverage the skills that you have. And I want to just know, I, I want to know from you, like, what, how did you know that you could leverage those skills? Because so many people have no idea how they can get out of the classroom, how I can take this, you know, this skill set that I have and be able to do something else with it. So first question is, what what led you to even knowing that consulting was an option for you? And then how did you actually step out into the consulting space? Yeah, so I knew consulting was an option when a friend actually approached me. So before I get into the story of how that friend approached me to work with her on a consulting project, I knew that I had skills that I could leverage based on the work I was already doing as an assistant principal. So I led all of the professional developments. You know, I circulated through all of the POCs. It's, that's an education term. And 
after I circulated through there, I also started doing after school trainings. And then the district started inviting me to do trainings for other new assistant principals. So I knew that I could tap into that skill of training and development because that was my jam all of the time. I just got better and better at it because I continued to educate myself specifically in the realm of education and uh, people started to take notice. And so what I would say to people listening is what are some of the things that people recognize you for and that you do well? And um, the way that I ended up leveraging those skills is that I knew that I could write really well and I knew I could speak really well. I'm an English teacher by trade as far as being inside the classroom proper. So English and reading was also my jam and writing came naturally to me. And so what I started doing in that moment when she started that micromanaging and telling me what time it was, I started writing my book and I ended up writing my book over the course of 21 days. And it's a devotional. And that devotional book was the book that I needed when I was actually going through uh, mm -hmm. workplace bullying. And that's what the book ended up being about, how to transcend, transcend workplace difficulty. And so that book served as an opportunity for me to land my first speaking engagement. And that speaking engagement was for a group of police officers, actually, at a conference. And then it started to snowball from there. So I set myself up with a new business infrastructure prior to leaving education. And I got an asset. And that asset gave me the opportunity to say, here, I'm an expert because only 1% of the population actually publishes books. And I am going to talk to your teams about workplace bullying and how to overcome workplace toxicity. So that's kind of how it all started. Look at God. Okay. Talk about turning your pain into not only your purpose, but also a paycheck. So the yes. thing that literally could have broken you because people allow the allow these scenarios to stress them out to the point where they end up with you know um uh depression and they're like going through all of these things because they don't necessarily know how to leverage it they don't necessarily know how to find strength in the things that are stressing them out and so i love that you are literally an example of someone who turned a painful situation a petty situation into an opportunity to produce a book and then allow that book to, you know, just flourish. And I didn't know that only 1% of people publish books. So I'm going to start using that statistic. <laughs> I, oh, look, I'm about to start, you know, talking about the fact that I'm in the 1%, you know, that that has been able to complete and publish a book and being able to leverage the things that you are doing, not even necessarily knowing all of the time, um, you know, what it is that you're actually doing, because you were just, again, like you said, putting together a resource that you needed. And now you've been able to leverage that resource to help and serve and lead other people. So I love that you recognize that and that you didn't like succumb to your circumstances. You were smart enough to know, like, I got something here. I'm already an expert. I've already proven myself. I have this track record based on, you know, what, what my job has me doing. And I think that a lot of people, especially women, especially black women, shortchange our skills a lot of times. We're not thinking about all of those things that, you know, we're doing because it's things that just come naturally to us. It's things that we're not necessarily like 
trying to do. It's just, it's what we got to do. And so being able to turn that into new streams of income, I think is very, very inspirational for people who are listening or watching um, this conversation right now. What are some of the skills that you have worked, you know, some of the skills that people have had that you have worked with that they've been able to monetize in ways that they probably didn't think was possible? Yeah, so my students and my clientele that I serve, they typically operate in nursing. <laughs> they operate inside of education naturally. They are in finance and so many other fields. It's really not something that you can say, oh, only these type of people can do consulting. You can have started a janitorial business and be a consultant. It's literally a low barrier to entry when it comes to consulting. You just have to have gotten a result for yourself or for someone else. And one of the things that I like to talk to my clients about or my my clients, my people who want to be my clients is how to really mine for the things that you've already accomplished so that those things can be placed in the forefront and you can actually start to, to gain business. So it really is, it comes down to the FIRE method. So what have you learned formally? What do you know or what have you learned informally? How have you helped yourself or somebody else to achieve results? And what knowledge can you tap based on your experiences? So if you use my FIRE method, that's really the prerequisite to understand how you can use your expertise to influence and to create impact. So when you think about, well, what do I need to get started? That's what you need. You need to, to analyze where you are in that FIRE method and then start to create that impact by serving specifically in those areas. And your clients are going to be in alignment with that expertise. And when you operate from that space, then your results are guaranteed to be explosive. Let me tell you something about an educator. We're going to have some acronyms. Okay? <laughs> We're going to have an acronym, baby, for you to follow. Okay. I imagine um, one of the limiting thoughts, because this is definitely a thought that I've had in the past when I've explored, you know, the, the idea of like, you know, moving into consulting and get into corporate contracting. A limiting thought that I've had is I've never worked for corporate. Like I have no idea what some of the things corporate is actually looking for that I, you know, that is in alignment with my skill set. Do you find that that's a common misconception or a common limiting belief that your clients or potential clients are coming to you with? And how do you help them dispel it? Is it going back to that fire method? Yeah. So I think that in addition to what you just mentioned about, you know, I don't know if I can get corporate contracts. One of the limiting beliefs that I see most with the women that I serve is that they require a mindset shift around what's possible. So it's not even that you can do corporate contracts, but is it possible for me to earn five figures? Is it possible for me to earn six figures just utilizing what I know? So many have a belief that attaining five and six figure contracts is far beyond their reach. And that couldn't be further from the truth because as long as you have a skill that generates results, you can ask exactly for what you want. And I'll share a fact with you uh, because one of the other misconceptions is that, oh, if I do 
try to go after consulting work. I don't have to do anything on social media. I don't have to show up online at all. And the fact of the matter is that 90% of professional service buyers actually review a consultant's expertise online before they actually make a decision. And that's a quote I like to share with people from Hinge Research Institute because it's so true. Because we live in this world of media, people are going to go and look you up before they make a decision. So if you're not online, sharing your expertise, even if it's just priming the pain that you've experienced so that other people can learn from those experiences so that you can land those speaking engagements, then they are not going to hire you. So I think that one of the things that you have to realize as far as misconceptions are concerned is that you are your own biggest barrier. I think that's what it boils down to. Absolutely. So speaking of being online, having a presence, being able to, you know, uh, have something that people can go check your credentials. I am scrolling her Instagram down below. Make sure you are staying connected at Transformation7. Transformation7.com is where you can learn more about the services um, that she offers and the strategies that she shares. And I know that, you know, through your through the work that you've done, you've been able to land some pretty amazing opportunities. I want to talk about how you were able to position yourself to work with Essence and the Essence Festival um, to be in such a powerful position where you were able to give other people the opportunities to be a part. So can you talk a little bit about how that opportunity came about and then what your experience was like with the Essence yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Essence has been a dream client, I'll say that. And the reason why we were even introduced to Essence, meaning my company, Transformation 7, is because of a longtime relationship that I've had with a close friend, and her name is Crystal, and her company is named Talent Activated. So Transformation 7 and Talent Activated actually partnered on the skills that we had. So of course, as an assistant principal, you know, my background also lies a bit in HR because I had to hire people, teachers, um, consultants, and all of that all of the time in my role. And so because of that expertise, one of the things I was asked to do under this Essence contract was to hire more people for the activations that you might know of. So anybody who's been to Essence Fest, you probably have been to the Mark Morial Convention Center. And that convention center is where all of the free stuff happens, right? So they have uh, your local celebrities or your internet celebrities that are on different stages, but there are also tons of free things that they give out. So everything from Dove to say Shea Moisture to Coca-Cola to McDonald's, all of those places are there. And one of my responsibilities when I started was even before I hired 400 plus people for the overall Essence Fest, the very first year was me working at the Shea Moisture booth and being responsible for a smaller sector of people who I hired to be a part of that activation. After that, the next year we graduated up to hiring for all of the different vendors that were on that floor. So anytime that you've come to um, Essence Fest between 2019 and 2021, I've been responsible in part uh, because of of course, Crystal has helped with that, um, been responsible for making sure that those people were staffed inside of the Essence Festival experience. And so that's kind of where my experience has evolved with Essence. We've been able to work with them for over three years. Of course, they went online in 2020 due to the pandemic, but we came back strong as ever last year. And um, I was able to then 
be responsible for a new activation that they had for the men's experience. And so everything from golf to the barbershop to all of the talent that was on stage, uh, I was responsible for, make it, for making sure that all of that went smoothly for that new activation. So it's really more of a creative side of a way to leverage your skills. How do we... One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Shoot our shot. Tiffany, what was that? What we gotta do the truth to shot? I just put that out there. We just put that out there. We can talk about it offline. We can talk about it offline. I imagine like when you got into consulting, I I would not imagine that you thought to yourself, like, I'm going to work for Essence one day. You know, like, Essence is going to be one of my clients. I know you said it's a dream client of yours, but I can only imagine that that anybody stepping into the consulting space don't even have an idea of what's possible, you know, from the outside looking in. We, like you said, it's a mindset thing. We're only thinking with our limited experience or our limited perception of what's possible. So what are some of the opportunities that somebody watching or listening to this might not even know is available? So you mentioned like training in front of a a group of police officers. And I think for me, I can, you know, I can only speak for myself, but when I think about corporate contracts, I'm thinking about being hired to come in and train a team or being hired to come in and facilitate some type of learning experience. What are some of the other maybe like out of the box things or opportunities that 
people, you know, who work with you can get positioned for? Yeah. So this is the thing. Training and development is my thing. So people who are generally attracted to me have some type of expertise that they're looking to leverage. But in addition to that, there are, so for example, my educators can be instructional coaches. If you've mastered the area or arena of teaching, then you can go in and coach someone else. So coaching does actually exist in the corporate world. And um, you can do this inside or beyond ed the education field. So if you're a coach right now, because I know that's a hot area right now, if you're already a coach, executive coaching can be something that you translate that into. There's often also things inside of the education realm like after school enrichment services. And you do not have to have educational expertise to do this. So everything from DJing to jump rope to entrepreneurship, like all of those things go when you think about attaining an RFP or a request for a proposal in order to get into vendorship with your local school districts. And tutoring services, you do not have to have a degree and you do not have to um, have background in education per se, because you can own the tutoring service company and hire out people who have those skills, right? And then there's also general training and development, hotspot issues like workforce development and DEI. Uh, we've heard of those things, but staffing, HVAC, software, if you are into any of those things, there is a place for you, whether it's within or beyond the realm of education. Vendorship for these types of opportunities, because usually you're either going to have to be a vendor in the education world or you're going to have to be registered in some type of way with the companies whom you decide to do business with. It's it's generally something that is long term, anywhere from one to five years where you have that approval. And that's that's what we call revenue on repeat, because I have this much of an opportunity to go back in and earn money from these uh, companies and corporations. So why pass that opportunity up? What about podcasting? Is it a space? <laughs> Is it a space? But you know what? If you can think it up, you can create it. Even if you haven't heard of it before, I think one of the things that trips most people up is that if they haven't heard that it already exists, then it must not be a thing. And I'm and I probably can't do it. But who says that? Who's making the rules on that? Who says that you can't be the innovator who decides what the market needs right now? So that's really what disruption is all about. So don't go with the status quo. Sometimes you have to go against it in order to get what you really want. So if you want to go out there and earn some money for being a podcaster, yes, corporations are looking for how can they be more seen in the podcasting world? What are some of the tools and strategies that are necessary for my company to be at the forefront of this market? Why can't you, Coriel, be the person who goes in and teaches them how to do that? Think it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of coaching, because coaching is, I don't want to say it's trendy. I think it's very necessary. It's needed. And in my opinion, a coach is literally someone who has done the thing. Now they're showing other people how they can do the thing. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about your coaching services and what it is that you are providing and how you are supporting other people who are looking to get into this space. Yeah, absolutely. So when I am coaching people, one of the main things that I teach you how to do is add that additional revenue to your bottom line. But we do that in several different ways. We teach you how to master your message. We teach you how to identify decision makers, nail your sales calls, package your offer, 
price your offer, which is very big amongst people who are wanting to get into this industry, um, preparing proposals that you can't miss on and delivering and developing on client strategy that helps with retention and helps with attraction as well. And the main thing is we help you to create longevity so that you're not consistently chasing money. So if you're inside of any of my coaching programs, whether that be um, a self-paced course or whether that be my book, Your Brilliance Accelerator, which is a six-month accelerator for people who are looking to build out a strong consultancy, those are some of the elements that you're going to receive so that you can have sustainable income, not income that comes and goes or is depending on individual clientele, but that repeat revenue that I keep talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I have been like shouting from the rooftops around how stressful social media has become, how relying on social media, let me say that relying on social media can be stressful because, you know, you mentioned even as a consultant, you still want to have a presence. You still want people to be able to look you up online, whether we're talking about Instagram or LinkedIn. Um, and so to have an opportunity to create repeatable revenue, have an opportunity to create that income that is predictable, I think is super important, um, especially for people who are looking to transition, people who are tired of chasing the bag and chasing their next client, um, being able to add an additional stream of income, I think is going to be like at the, it's on people's radar. Like we're having the conversations about it, but not everybody knows how to position themselves to be able to do it. So you mentioned a couple of different programs that you have. Can you give a little bit more information on the different opportunities that people have to work with you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with my course and my course is called Pitches, Proposals and Partnerships. And that course is open several times throughout the year. And in that course, I teach you how to clarify your message. I teach you how to pitch not only to companies and corporations, but in things that are non-traditional companies and corporations like colleges and universities, for example. How do I get there? How do I pitch to the media? How do I pitch to, to get into places that aren't as well known, but that pay big dollars. All of that is inside of my course, Pitches, Proposals, and Partnerships. And then there's the Book Your Brilliance Accelerator, where I am leading the six-month experience, and I am teaching you how to become profitable inside of your business, how to fill your funnel with qualified leads, and how to build a firm business infrastructure that's going to give you the systems and the strategies and the operations that are necessary for you to build out something that you can be proud of and leave a legacy with. So those are two of my core components inside of my program. But of course, I'm always doing many masterclasses. And this, this year, I'm actually coming out with a quarterly training series that's going to be a high quality delivery going in the studio to really specifically do some mini courses on mastering your message, on how to generate more revenue inside of your business and all of those things. So I'll have a new course coming out each quarter that will also be available starting this February. Come on this February. Yeah. We got something for everybody. <laughs> I think it's super important as you know, coaches or consultants that we have have things to meet people where they are. So I love that you have the self-study option. You have the accelerator if people need a little bit more support. Um, and you all can definitely check Tiffany out online at transformation7.com. Before I let you go, though, Tiffany, I want to ask you if you can think back to like your very first consulting opportunity. 
what is something that you wish somebody would have told you that would have just helped you to be better prepared for that opportunity? Um, I ended up making my way through it, but I wish someone told me about negotiation and how it is okay and even expected for you to ask for more than what's on the table. So similar to you negotiating inside of a traditional nine to five for your annual salary, the same thing comes into play when you're talking about landing corporate contracts. So my very first major contract, which was $75,000, it started out at $34,000. And the reason why is because you always start low. There's always a baseline, right? Because I don't want to spend all of my budget. I want to spend this much of my budget if I can. So I wish someone would have told me the ins and outs of negotiations, but learning how to speak up for myself got me to that 75K for my first major contract. And it was such a light lift and it was a joy because it was things that I already knew how to do because I leveraged those skills from education. Same thing can happen for you. So everything is negotiable, but we often fail to ask. Don't forget to ask. Don't forget to ask. Come on, 75K for the first. We ain't even going to ask you what the contract is looking like. Got it. I'm 75K, okay? Listen, yes. she ain't just talking about it. She really is about it. So definitely make sure you log on to transformation7.com. Stay connected with Tiffany on Instagram at transformation7. As she mentioned, she has more resources that are going to be rolling out just for you every single quarter this year. So get in where you fit in. If you happen to slide into one of her programs, let her know your girl sent you. Okay. Let her know that you saw her here on the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Tiffany, I have enjoyed you. I know that I've done some promo for you over the years. So to finally be able to sit with you and be able to plug you in with my people, it has been a pleasure. I am so excited for the work that you are doing and for our community specifically to be able to get access to these corporate coins. So thank you for being a resource. Thank you for spending time with me today. And I look forward to talking to you down at the S's Fest. At the essence fest. So let's talk, Coriel. Let's stay connected. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. And thank your community for always staying connected to me as well. Y'all are tuned in to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Share this episode with a friend. Like this episode. Comment below. Tell me what type of contract you are about to go out and get. And make sure you follow Tiffany on Instagram at Transformation7. Peace out. jack.co to grab a deck? Yes, drjack.co forward slash shop. Drjack.co forward slash shop. Make sure y'all stay connected with Dr. Jack on Instagram. She be posted. <laughs> she be getting a little spicy on the gram. So stay connected. She's always <laughs> dropping gems, always sharing resources. Dr. Jack, if you could leave us with one final piece of advice, one word of wisdom for a woman out there, single or married, or you know, in a situation, whatever her situation might be, what would be your biggest piece of advice for increasing confidence and/or intimacy? Mm-hmm. I think my biggest piece of advice would be that conversation is liberation when it comes to sex. So there's so many 
times where there's things that we're thinking, there's things that we want, there's things that we're holding back from saying. And so conversations like this are super helpful to listen to, but I also encourage individuals to start talking. you talking to your friends, talking to your partners about sex more often. And like I mentioned, sex formation cards are a wonderful tool to help you with that skill. I appreciate you, Dr. Jack. I know that this was a conversation that needed to be had, y'all. So run it back. Make sure you like this video if you are tuned in on YouTube. Make sure you leave your girl a five-star review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you follow Dr. Jack on Instagram at Dr. Jack P. HD. Now, I'm assuming you do virtual services, so they don't necessarily have to be in Jacksonville to get with you. Correct. All virtual services. Um, I do virtual one-on-one -on -one services. Um, I do couple services. If you know you want to bring your partner in and work together um, on your intimacy goals, I also do virtual trips. So if you and a couple of your, you know, your friends are getting together, yes, I do virtual trips. I will show up virtually for a couple of days. Yeah, and work help you all spice things up, give you intimacy tips, give you homework exercises. Those are really really fun. I'm actually doing more and more of those. Um, and again, you can, if you want to start with the independent work, sex formation cards are a wonderful tool. And for your audience, they get 15% off. So if you use um, CO15, so K-O-E 15 at checkout, you'll get 15% off sex formation cards. Okay, hold on. Let me drop this in the, in the um, CO15. Let me drop it so y'all can see it. There it is, Dr. Jack. Perfect. Slash shop. Use my discount code. Let Dr. Jack know that you heard her here on the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Make sure you go on over to Instagram and follow her right now. Dr. Jack, I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for all that you are doing um, to provide us with these conversations that might not be comfortable, but they are definitely necessary. Y'all are tuned in to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. I will see you next week. Peace. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.